Hello and welcome to Marysville Church of Christ podcast. This is Falling in Love. In fact, this is the last Falling in Love. What a journey it's been as we've spent time together looking for ways to fall more in love with Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you what, I hope this class series, this podcast has been as beneficial to you and your spiritual walk as it has been to mine. As we conclude today, I just kind of want to take a second and look about where we've been. Track back through all the places we've traveled and take a look back on the way that we've challenged ourselves to improve our relationship with Christ. All the way back in the very first podcast, all the way back in October 26th, we began this by talking about how so many of us want to love God, but we don't really even know what this God is that we're trying to love. We don't have an image of him, a picture of him that allows us to fall in love with him. And we were opened up by scripture to just see that Jesus Christ is the image of God. The beauty of God, everything you need to know about God can be seen in that beautiful moment of him on the cross. We went from there to talk about the first moment of love between man and God, the first time it's articulated in scripture. And the first person to say it to God was Lot. And in this first story that relates to us what this loving relationship with God is to look like, we see that Lot changed God's mind. That God listens and values the voices of us. And in so doing, we are unlocked this new meaning of Scripture. This new meaning of our relationship with God that we serve, the creator of the universe who cares and listens to you, to your desires, to your wants and your needs. And he tries his best to work with them. For the next three podcasts, we talked about the power of imagination, often overlooked in Western culture. How we make it out to be make-believe, child's play. But in actuality, creativity and imagination is one of the key ways we can picture and see and relate to God on earth. And the Holy Spirit throughout the Old Testament uses creativity, dreams, visions, uh, even songs and poetry as a way to relate the beauty of God to people. Theologian N.T. Wright often says that poetry precedes theology. And I would like to offer just a little change on that. Beauty precedes faithfulness. We will never truly be able to understand and follow a God that that we don't love, that we don't picture, that we don't see. Fighting for control of our imagination is an everyday fight. As Satan consistently tries to twist our minds into fear and anxiety, God is calling us to use our imagination to fall more hopelessly and helplessly in love with him. We talked about ways that we can meditate, ways that we can uh, consider him, picture him, go to him in our brains and in our hearts. We went from there to talk about that we have to put this into action, that it's more than actually just action. It's a submission to grace, a recognition of the beauty of who God is, and an acceptance of that in our life. We then offered a challenge to turn our water into wine, taking the okay news of the gospel and making it internally beautiful in our hearts. What I mean by that is that we've made the gospel just a message of okay news. We made it out to be if you do these things and don't do these things, then then God will punish or not punish you. But the reality is so so much bigger, so much deeper, so much more beautiful. It's not about that. It's about love. 
the center of our religion is not about do's and don'ts and, and obedience and all of these things that people try to make it out to be about. It's water to wine. It's something new, different, intoxicating, and wonderful. What is that? It's indiscriminate love, unfathomable worth, and you realizing that you are in the arms of the Eternal Father forever. Then we ended by challenging ourselves in two ways. One, to view the world around us through the lens of indiscriminate love that God does, valuing each person as a, as a marvelous act of creation, a wonderful example of love. And in so doing, God promises us that we will be able to see his love all around us until the whole world is just an immersive environment of love, a habitat of grace. And then we ended last week as we challenged each and every one of us to fall in love with ourselves, see the beauty in who we are, because we'll never truly be able to understand or love God if we don't first truly understand and love ourselves. It's been a journey, an exciting one, a beneficial one, at least for me. As we conclude today, I just want to ask you this. Do you love God? Do you have that loving relationship with God right now? For so many of us, I think that answer varies day to day, maybe even hour to hour. Because this journey of falling in love with God is unlike any journey you'll ever go on. You'll never fully arrive. In fact, every time you think you have, you'll turn a corner and find a deeper level of love you didn't even know was there. Every moment you're on this earth, you'll find beautiful pictures that relate you to God. The creation will sing a melody, a love song between you and its creator. Even simple things, simple tasks, become so much more beautiful as you realize that every moment of your life you're being followed, pursued, and chased after a God who desperately wants to love you. You know, I have uh, three little brothers, and one of my little brothers often complains that there are these girls who just chase him around the playground. And they laugh at all of his jokes. And quite frankly, they're quite annoying. And I laughed because in just a couple of years, he's going to realize that that meant that they liked him, that they wanted to be around him, that they cared for him. And once his eyes open to that reality, the reality that these, this pursuit of these girls is an act of love, it'll bring him more joy, bring him more happiness, security, comfort. It'll bring him more peace in who he is as a person, realizing that there are people out there who love him for him. In many ways, I feel like we are the children on the playground being chased around and running away from God, not understanding that what he wants more than anything else is just to express how much he cares for you. We run away into our religion. We run away into our pride. We run away into our anxiety, our depression, our insecurities. We run away failing to grasp that we have a God who has his arms outstretched right behind us, following us, waiting for that moment that we'll turn around and just say, I love you, and let him say back, I love you more. That is the entirety of the Christian walk right there. Just our acceptance of a pursuing God, pursuing you in love. It's time that we stop being those children on the playground. Open up to the reality that you have a God who right now is right behind you, arms outstretched, waiting, longing to just embrace you and call you his child and spend eternity with you. 
for the last time, this is Falling in Love. And it's been a joy. <laughs>